Hello, SASCAST with Sarah and Amber. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Amber. We are in the same location today. We are both in Salt Lake City. We have not had any Salt Lake City Housewives sightings, though. We have not, but we did do a lot of sightings of a special show that we recommend on HBO Max. Which we have a number of recommendations because we believe that Real Housewives of Salt Lake City failed us this week. And it wasn't that entertaining. So we did go on a binge, I would say, with other shows. Well, yeah. What was the number one show? The, the Way Down. Oh, my gosh. The Way Down. If people have not watched the Gwen Shamblin story regarding the Remnant Fellowship. Church. Church. <laughs> it's called The Way Down. And it is so good. We highly suggest it. Now, if anybody's out there listening, is belongs to the Remnant Fellowship, we would love to have you on our show. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of members of Remnant Fellowship who listen to this podcast. Well, I did look at the stats of our podcast, and we had a certain amount of downloads in and around Tennessee. Ooh. It didn't say Nashville, so it could be that it's Brentwood. Maybe. We, I don't know. We can only hope. But if you guys just want to know what we're talking about without having to do any work whatsoever, just Google Gwen Shamblin. And you'll know what I'm talking about immediately. Oh my gosh, because I told so my good. I told my coworkers to Google her. Oh yeah, and they're like, okay, we're gonna watch immediately. Oh, you have to know anything. I know you have to watch it. Just googling and and a visual will then make the decision for you. Yes, it's true. Yeah, and it may. Can I be honest about this, you guys? Yeah. So, and you, Amber, you know, it did make me think that I'd be very happy in a cult. Oh, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just seems sort of like a really organized way to live. You have very strict you rules. Have meaning in your life. You, you know, this particular there, cult, you maintain a really good weight. Yes, because it's called the way down. Yeah. Oh, you got to watch it. No, the, so good. The pr- primary premise of this church is that uh, you must uh, lose weight and be thin. No, it's if the, the way that you do appetite control. Is when you start thinking about food or you get hungry, you turn to God. Well, no, no. It is portion control, which is what you said. But her whole premise was, number one, very smart. Well, it wasn't smart. It was what any person with common sense has, which is just don't eat unless you're hungry, unless your stomach is growling or whatever. And then if you are going to eat and you're not hungry, that's when you turn to God. Yeah. Which I thought was, wow, you're genius, which is why you've got a whole church going for you, lady. Oh, man. You got to watch it. Okay. So, no. Back to our Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh, my goodness. It was just jam-packed this week. No, it wasn't. It was awful. (laughs) Well, it was a little more challenging. Um, It wasn't as entertaining as some weeks prior. But there are some things that we should talk about, don't you think? Well, let's just talk about lady to lady. Okay, so I do want to say that Mary does say that two hours is 60 minutes twice. <laughs> oh my A God. very astute comment, I must yeah. say. two hours is 60 minutes twice. twice. And I'd never quite thought about it like that. Well, she said that, and she also said that carbonation hardens your ovaries. And she that's when her- the fight got up, because Lisa Barlow said she was going to Google it, and then Mary shot back, I'm not that stupid. Oh my god! Yeah, that like did that. start that whole Lisa Barlow fight yeah. with Mary for no good reason. And I'm totally—I hate to say this. I don't actually even hate to say it. I'm totally on Lisa Barlow's side. If somebody told me that carbonated water 
uh, froze my ovaries or whatever, I would say, oh, no, I'm going to Google that. I would. I would totally say that. Well, of course you would. And, and we should. But nonetheless, I think it's the beginning of the end of them. Because I think that doesn't doesn't Lisa Barlow take Mary down? Well, yeah, they showed in the previews for next week that she's meeting with that former member oh, that's of right, Mary's yeah. cult. Yeah, it's not going to go. Which, well. by the way, I totally forgot that we that Mary has a cult that yeah. was completely unrelated to Gwen Shamblin's cult. But yeah, similar Christian cults. Yeah, yet again. Yeah. Oh, so what about uh, what? Well, about, let's stand Mary. Okay, let's, so yeah. Mary was Did she actually, have a real hair again? No, she had a wig. Okay. See, I don't know the difference, so I doesn't really. Amber, yeah. her wigs are straight and her real hair is curly. Oh, I don't recall that. Oh, my God. Okay. So Mary actually was the only actual, I thought, entertainment in the whole show because she said 60 minutes is, no, two hours is 60 minutes twice. Yeah, that was good. She also said that carbonated water freezes your ovaries. And no, hardens your ovaries. Whatever. And then she went off on Lisa Barlow throughout the entire episode. And she actually went on a trip, by the way, that tubing trip. Which she never goes on tubing trips. And remember, she's the one who who got the uh, Hummer because again, it's it's a sixty minutes twice ride up to Soldier Hollow, which is where they went inner tubing. Oh, that's right. But you know what? It was the first time she actually had major camera time. Yep. On the show, and I think it was the first trip she went on with them. So why do you think that happened only now? Because they forced her. Yeah, like, I think so to too. Know. Yeah, they said something about her contract. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, you guys, I'm reading that new book called, oh, dang it. It's all about all the Real Housewives franchises. Mm -hmm. And it's interviews with producers and stars. And it's called something like Diamonds. Uh, It's not all Diamonds and Rosé or something like that. I'll look it up for the end of the show. But I highly recommend it because it gives the backstory to every single Real Housewives franchise. It is excellent. And one thing that I just learned last night while I was reading it, and it's true, I believe it, is that the person who started the true conflict model of show yeah. was Tamra Judge. Yeah. She showed up on OC, and she's the one who started fighting with people on OC. And before her, that stuff was not going on. Okay, can I read you a, just a small portion of my mother's sure. review? My mother had insomnia, so she watched... Of what review? My mom's review of the episode. Oh, okay. My mom um, watched it at 2 a.m., but she says this, ready that? Sorry, but sometimes I think Roslick is devolving into the other Real Housewife franchises. There's a pattern in all of them. Girls get together, find something to yell at each other about. Then one of them, quote, has a brilliant idea for a getaway so they can mend their differences. That getaway slash party devolves into yet another screening match, thereby defeating the purpose but it sets the stage for the next episode. Apologies, fights, new alliances. So this was essentially what they were giving credit to Tamara Judge about. Did your mom not watch a lot of Real Housewives? Because she's stating the obvious. <laughs> well, I know she's stating the obvious, but that was what the, the book was saying that Tom, Tamara Judge started. Right. Yeah. They did. So they they're, they're connected. And I do think that Mary had to show up to pull some crap like that because she was otherwise, you know, being boring. And they were talking about in that book um, to the producers that these women can negotiate certain things in their contracts, but in general, you have to, if you don't show up for these trips or you don't like, for example, Gina Keo, yeah, of the original OC franchise, she just wasn't dramatic enough. And they basically said, if you're not going to bring it, then you need to go. And she, they didn't fire her; she left. But yeah, she's like, I couldn't bring it. I couldn't yeah. be like that. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Except for remember when Tamara threw that glass of wine in her face. Yeah. On her, her face. Yeah. 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 Oh God, that, that was, was a so big funny. deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. Anyway, so Mary, so we're starting to ramp up with the Mary a little bit, but she and Lisa Barlow got in a fight. And I'm going to say one thing because everyone who listens to this podcast knows I can hardly stand Lisa Barlow. But I will say, I support her wanting to Google. I support her wanting to Google it. I, the, I, I definitely felt better about Lisa Barlow this episode. And I also have to give Lisa Barlow credit because you remember in the very beginning, I think she was talking about how she likes sugar or she likes something. And she was saying how her family used to feed her carob. Oh, yeah. Carob chips. Carob chips. Mm. I still to this day have a hatred for carob. Because my dad used to take us to this um, all-natural ice cream store. It was called Alpine Mountain or something like that. And it was in Davis, California. And everything was, quote, you know, fresh. So you, yeah, healthy. You, healthy. healthy. you could get, like, you know, real strawberry ice cream, right? But everything that had chocolate normally in it had carob in it. And yeah. it made me want to puke. You can't fool us. Yeah, like carob is not carob. chocolate. So instead of chocolate chip, it would carob chip. Well, yeah, they, they try to fool yeah. children that way. Yeah, and then are. he would then take us to um, this place in Davis, the vegetarian place, the Blue Mango. And I don't know why, but he always used to call it the restaurant in, in the sky. I don't know why. But anyway, he would say, do you want to go to the restaurant in the sky? And then we'd have to have carob hot chocolate. Ew. It was disgusting. So you were on... You're saying I you're was, on Lisa's side. Yeah, it was on totally Lisa's side as to why she went to the dark side with junk food. Oh, is that why? I think she was alluding to that. Yes. Oh. Yeah. But um, yeah, remember what she, okay, let's talk about what Lisa ate that episode. First they went to Wendy's and had some kind of like mini bacon cheeseburgers or something disgusting like that. And by the way, I'm a Wendy's fan in general. You've, well, Sarah, just recently you've turned into a, a Wendy's fan, like, You've, you and your mom have been going to Wendy's more often than not. What are you talking about? I've been to Wendy's twice. Well, in the last two months, once a month. That's because my mother wants a Wendy's hamburger. I, I'm just saying how you've been introduced to Wendy's. I'm just saying I'm a fan of Wendy's compared to – there's no in and out around here. And so if I have to choose another fast food place, I would go to Wendy's. But I don't go purposely to Wendy's. If my mom's like, oh – can we go to Wendy's? I'll go with her. I, I used to have I those really good it. Frosties. They're delicious. But yeah, that was Actually, real good. Really yeah, good that, that I will give Wendy's credit for. So she stopped there, and then she stopped at Starbucks to get cake pops. That and then so weird. Uh, and some gross drink. And then she stopped at, where else did she stop? I don't know. Oh, shaved ice. Yeah, that's really not good. That's not healthy. No. Yeah. No, it's disgusting actually and, and her kid was eating those and then he's he's eating it starting as young and he's gonna get used to all that terrible sugar well that it was interesting that they showed little henry who's adorable by he the way. is really cute they showed him talking about how there was oh, no. a boy in his class who wasn't very nice to him and i thought to myself is this foreshadowing for something that happens with the housewives yeah like, like a, some friend fight yeah well no basically he's saying yeah he's he didn't say he was getting bullied at school he would say that some kid wasn't very nice to him. And I'm like, uh, yeah, Lisa, here, take a lesson. Well, no. Henry actually said the kid wasn't nice to him. And the kid said to Henry, you are not a good boy. <gasps> so the question becomes, is Henry not a good boy? Or is the boy who said that not a good boy? Uh, I don't know. So now we're looking forward to little children's and following their storylines. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I would love that, but no. All right. That's so, right. and we talked we talked about Mary. How about Lisa Barlow? We talked about Lisa. Okay. Okay. So, 
Anything else? Oh, she did say that her grandfather was gay. Oh, so she screamed in, it. In, in, yes, it in seemed... defense of uh, why she would never have sabotaged the LGBTQ event. That's right. That's right. And then she was seemed very um, impacted by it. Like it was personally impact. Like somehow she was pers- purposely impacted by her fa- her grandfather being gay. I didn't feel that way. I felt that she was not actually. She didn't care one bit that her grandfather was gay. But that she was using the fact that her grandfather was gay to no, I agree. to justify her actions in sabotaging the catering of the LGBTQ okay. event because I still believe she sabotaged it. Oh, you do believe it? Yes. Just because she didn't want that woman to do it because she didn't. She was mad at Angie for becoming cousins with Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she still looks like Sarah Paulson. Whitney, I mean Angie. No, Angie. Every How time about, I see her, I'm just like she just resembles her. How about Angie falling down dead drunk like the that Count, was the Countess Luann? Yeah, that was very Countess Luann. Oh my god! Remember when Countess Luann kept falling in the bushes? Bushes. Oh, that was that one of the best thing. episodes. I was crying. I was laughing. That was so one hard. of the best episodes, and everybody's like, "Well, you can't laugh at a person who has an alcohol problem." She didn't have an alcohol problem. I, I, you know, well, like, she has a problem. She, she binged, but it was nonetheless. She kept falling that episode, and thankfully, nobody got hurt because that could happen. But did you? Well, did you see that she's now back to her cabaret? And I was looking to see her. Show. She's a bunch of shows coming up, and I was dreaming that there would be one in California. Do our listeners know that we have actually had one of the best seats at Cabaret. Countess Luann. At yeah. Countess Luann's Cabaret show in San Francisco during the heyday, I want to add, pre-COVID. Yeah. And pre-her uh, going to rehab again. Yeah. And this was the best, the best story. So Sarah and I walk our butts on down to the downtown where this Cabaret show is. It was at a hotel and I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name either. We didn't have tickets. But we walked right on up to, <laughs> to the box office yeah. and said, we'd like to buy tickets. And they were like, we're well, sold out. And, we're, <laughs> and then we said, and, and then we said, oh, okay, well, does anybody ever not show up? And the guy's like, well, probably, but you wouldn't know until the very end. He was very irritated with us. And yeah. we're like, okay, we'll just sit here and wait. Well, there were also people ahead of us. Not only that, but other people had come early to try to get tickets that were from the sold-out show. And he told them, yeah, you can wait and see if more tickets show up, meaning other people don't show up. And so we were like sixth in line. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And so then everybody, all of them started getting, he started giving all these tickets to everybody to go in. Yep. He, He did not like us. No, he didn't. He did. I have no idea. That happens to me a lot. I don't have any idea. (laughs) Well, and then I'm with you. So then it happens to me a lot too. And so we're sitting there and we're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And he's, he, you can tell he's looking at us, hoping we'll go away. And we just sit there and sit there. Finally, we break them down. He gives us the tickets. Not only does he give us the tickets, we have the best seats in the house. Yeah. We had a full booth. Exactly aimed to, for the front, so you got to see everything. Yeah. Oh, we and then they had to take us in. We were the last two people to go into this big auditorium, and well, every it wasn't that big, it was tiny. I know, but it was big enough. <laughs> and everybody was like, "Who are those special people getting we, led to the most perfect we, table?" We did dress up, so we I think we looked appropriate. Well, we looked appropriate. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was great. So anyway, by so, the way, it was a horrific show. Oh, it's horrific. Oh, oh, it's. It was as if you were at a Saturday Night, Night Live skit, and 
Kristen Wiig or Kate McKinnon was playing we her. Wit, no. We, we wish. wish. Yeah. But anyway. She was amazing. Yeah. I would give it a 10 out of 10. So she's going to be on tour what, again, would people. You? What would you give it? Well, for, for entertainment, yeah. it was a full 10 out of 10. Yeah, thank you. Uh, sad entertainment. But if if you have an opportunity to go see Countess Luann's Cabaret, uh, cabaret we highly suggest it. It's, I, it's actually... It is like a, a Saturday Night Live and I And I noticed that there's a lot of shows in the Florida area. I wonder oh, why. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. gosh okay. Um, how about uh, Dewey and Jenny again? Can I just say something? <sighs> yes. I have to say, he called himself a physician. <laughs> that was the most offensive part of the whole that show. That was the most offensive part of the whole show. I'm not a physician, but I wanted to stand up for physicians and say... You can't call yourself a physician if you're not a physician. Well, just tell everybody what a physician is. Somebody a, with a medical degree. A medical doctorate. Yeah. Right? Doctorate, yes. In medicine. Yeah. And he is a chiropractor. Yeah. That is not a physician. Can an osteopath, a DO, call themselves a physician? Yes. Why? They don't have a medical They're degree. They're a doctor of osteopath. Well, that's not a medical doctor. Doctor of medicine and doctor of osteopath. Well, doctor of chiropractic. Well, I'm a doctor of a physical therapy, and I can't call myself a physician. A physician is a <laughs> medical doctor. So, is it a D? Is a, do, a osteopath a physician? Yes, they are. Well, I, I, I'm making the argument that if an osteopath can call themselves a physician, then why can't a doctor of chiropractic? And by the way, I'm a juris doctor, and I'm also a physician. No, you're not. I am. I'm a physician. Oh, a physician God. of law. <laughs> okay, a physician, medical practitioner, medical doctor, or simply doctor is a professional who practices medicine. That's true. An osteopath does Doesn't, practice medicine. Yeah, and that is not what a chiropractor does. Chiropractor. They, they, they yeah. are a doctor of chiropractic. And a quote doctor of chiropractic. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I was so offended. I just wanted to bomb I, I will say I agree 100%. That's like me calling myself a doctor. There's some lawyers who actually call themselves doctors. It's pretty funny. Oh, you mean they, they use the term doctor. Do- doctor. Hi, I'm Dr. Van- I almost said my name. I'm Dr. Smith. Okay, but I'm that's different. You, but that, but that's a different argument. I know. I'm just saying. It's okay. inappropriate. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's all I'm I saying. I just say don't call yourself a physician if you're a chiropractor. That's all I'm asking. That, but that's and if the- there's any chiropractors out there listening and you disagree with me, again, write me on my email. It seems like a lot of people write me things. And, and so I'd be willing to hear that argument, I know, which I, I don't think is an argument, but go ahead. Yeah. I, so really, can I just say this though, Amber, we wouldn't be coming down on him for that. Well, I probably would, but I wouldn't care as much if it weren't for the fact that he's repulsive and repugnant. Well, I think I would call it out. I think that's a semantic issue. He is repugnant. Yeah. But it's mostly because he's just doubling down on this idea that he wants a bunch of more kids. And if he can't have them with uh, Jenny, he'll have them with somebody else. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. It's so sad to me. It's actually really, I don't even think we should laugh at it. It's that sad. Well, we're laughing at it because everybody, I don't know if, it, I think I mentioned, we might, might've mentioned this in the last podcast, but her niece came out on TikTok. Yeah. Jenny's niece came out on TikTok yep. and basically said they were full of it. They're fake. Yeah. And that they'll do anything for money. So I'm kind of wondering if this is a fake story because truth be told, I can't imagine a reputable physician like Dewey going on national national television and telling the entire nation that he wants to be a polygamist. If he didn't think that that is what is going to make him the money is the television show versus uh, him being, you know, doing his medical practice. 
He's not. <laughs> <laughs> you are just pulling my chain. Okay, so they're old. I, the, the, okay, I'm sorry. Jenny did a lot of screaming at the at the tubing. By yeah, the way, how how much more are we going to talk about this? Actually, because it's I did love Meredith's face though when Jenny was telling um, Meredith about how many times she's been pregnant. Meredith, <laughs> her face was, it was priceless. She just lost it looking at her. I don't remember. What did she look like? She went like this. Well, to describe her. Oh, like her <laughs> popping eyes out. Yeah. yeah like it was like, yeah, she, yeah. So can I just say this? I, first off, I do think that tubing looked fun and we should consider doing it, but. Oh, I thought it looked dumb. Didn't you once tell me that it's dangerous? You could get paralyzed. Well, you can get paralyzed doing anything, but tubing, that tubing didn't look dangerous because oh, it looked okay. relatively flat. But I've seen like my friend Carly, when we lived together, uh, we both, we were working as waitresses at, at, in Mammoth at, uh, down by Devil's Post Pile. It was called Red's Meadow. And Carly's thought, because if, if you've never met my friend Carly McCurdy, well, and nobody has except you. <laughs> and she is a one of a kind, wouldn't you say? I love her so. Right? But she's the, one of the most unique people you've ever met in yes, your life. You, she's wonderful. There, there's, but it's different than just wonderful. Oh, no. She's she's a, char- she's a character. Not like People call me a character, and that's not a compliment. <laughs> I'm saying it in a positive fashion. And Carly says to me, you know, it was late. It, it was late. And we'd get off work, and we hung out with these guys. And she said, you know. I think we should go. She talks like that. Tubing. <laughs> and I was, and I said, what? Like this, what? She says, no, I think we could blow up one of the rafts and take it down Mammoth Mountain. And I was that, I, I, I couldn't believe she was saying this. I was like, how, how would you propose that we stop if we're going down <laughs> one of the mountains? And she says, well, I don't know, but I, it would be fun. And then I, that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, rafting, or I guess it's not wait, rafting. Wait, did you do but that? But that's the kind that will get. Well, did you do it? No, I, I told her that was an absolutely horrible <laughs> idea that somebody was going to be paralyzed. So that's the kind of paralysis you I'm saved, talking about. I think you may have saved her life because I know she would have done it had you not told her. Yeah, not well, to. that that's when it's steep like that. That's r- the risky. Well, she stuff. was literally going down a mountain. Oh my god! But I definitely think that we should consider going tubing at soldier hollow that's fine that's a lot of fun and it did not look fun and i don't think it would be um 60 minutes times two or whatever to get there (laughs) together i think it'd be less time Uh, but i could be wrong i think it's in ogden yeah so i think it might only be 60 minutes times one it'd be an hour (laughs) that an hour so okay the last one i got re is it just me or do i not need I don't need to see Meredith and Seth do goo goo eyes at oh, each other. Oh, you haven't even talked about Heather yet, though. That's fine, but I don't or need. Whitney. I don't need to see Meredith and no, Seth. That, what did then they say they had to go to discernment therapy? What the hell is discernment therapy? Apparently, that's therapy to discern whether you should go to therapy. It's like pre therapy. Oh God! I, no, honestly, who practices discernment therapy? So you've convinced us, Meredith and Seth. You're together. We believe it. I actually do believe it. I'm not being sarcastic. You worked out your marriage. I'm very happy for you. That's it. I don't need to see anymore. Thanks. Done. Yeah. And Done. this whole, you look sexy. I mean, it's like, come on. They're, I, they're fine. They're fine people. They look like that they're happy together. Good. Okay. Damn. Discernment counseling is a type of brief couples therapy designed for couples who are uncertain whether they want to continue their relationship. It can also be used in cases as where one partner 
wants to end the relationship while the other hopes to preserve it. Well, why, why doesn't that just call therapy? This type of theory aims to help partners consider all options before they make the decision to work on or terminate a relationship. This doesn't make any sense on how this is different than going to a family. Okay. I don't want to talk about that anymore. You know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about Heather Gay's work party where she invited all of her employees who are all 18 years old and they all have one year olds um, because it was the one year old birthday party for the one year old kids. Yep. And I just want to say something. Boring. I know, I know, yeah, I know this is really, this might might be controversial for me to say, but I don't want to go to a baby party. I don't. I don't have, I mean, maybe people who have babies want to go to baby parties, but I kind of think they don't either. They want to go to their own baby's party, but I don't think anybody else wants to go to some other baby's party. Am I wrong? No, I think all of the women who worked there that had babies that were one-year-old were very excited to go to this party. Okay, so you think that if you had a baby... And there was a bunch of other people who had the same age babies that you would enjoy going to a baby party. Yes. Okay. I didn't believe that. I I think you and I don't have babies and we're not interested in going to a baby party ever. You're right. Or a baby shower. A baby shower. Or a wedding shower. Or a wedding shower. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to do any of that. I never wanted to do any of that in the past. You know, if my friends are listening and they are married and I've gone to your your party or your wedding, I've really wanted to. I just don't want to in the future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't want to go to a child party because I don't have a child. And so what am I to do at a child's party, right? Like you're the, the people that are there usually with their children, they're paying, rightfully paying attention to their children. Or they're talking about children's stuff. Or they're, yeah. And then there's me, this the childless, I'm not the only one, there's plenty of us, a childless woman who there's usually not any alcohol there. Now they've started serving alcohol for people like us. But just standing there going, yeah, we, yeah, I love your child. I do probably love your child. I honestly probably do. But I don't want to go to their party. Yeah, I completely agree. So that you. party looked horrific. It looked horrific. Ugh, it God. looked horrific. Did, did Whitney go to that party? I don't think so. Oh, my God. I, did have to, I do have to say that there was a little ginger baby there. Oh, I know. Right, he's super right, cute. Right, right, right here. <laughs> he was adorable. They were all adorable, but he stood out like a little carrot. Yep. Super cute. Yeah. All righty. So, anything about Whitney? Nah, there's nothing about Whitney. She was getting into it with Lisa Barlow. She's again. always getting into it with Lisa Barlow. Yeah. I think that. I mean, I don't know about our listeners. I'm, you know, zero to ten. If you were to rate this oh, one, I mean, you know, I know we're supposed to be fired up and and excited, and you know, we had a little bit to comment on, but I really thought this was, as my mom would say, a nothing burger episode. It was a nothing burger. It was a filler. It was, it was a filler a episode. A good episode but it, but it, it, you know, I don't think they're actually building any momentum towards anything right now. Well, when you, here's the problem, Amber, and then I'll wrap it up for you. Okay. You're, you can wrap it up for me. Okay. You, you watch Potomac Housewives. Oh my God. The best, and then the, the best one. Which is the kid. Oh, and the, and the real housewives of Beverly Hills reunions. Sure. But, but Potomac is immediately before Rose Lake. Oh, it's so good. And so you watch that show. And then if you were to watch it in order and immediately watch uh, real housewives of Salt Lake after that, you would recognize the vast difference in quality. Oh, just the, the talent alone. Yes. I, I highly suggest listeners. If you don't watch real housewives of Potomac, 
it is the show to watch. And by the way, it, they're on this. The last episode is coming right up, so you should just start watching the. Just start from number one of this year, and you will not oh, be disappointed. So good, gosh, it's a good it's show. It's such a great show. It's yeah. the best housewife show, absolutely. On, I mean, I do love Beverly Hills and all of that, but Beverly Hills is around one storyline only, really. Yeah. And Potomac, no, every everybody single has one a storyline. Everybody does. so good. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, hey, I mean, we got through this, you know, nothing burger episode. We look forward to seeing some, some kind of oomph in the next episodes. But we thank you for joining us with SASCast with Sarah and Amber and hope you have a good day. Bye.